touch judges are ready. Side of studio. Players are lined up. Microphones in hand for the restart. It's now time to form the Ruck. The Sunday Rugby Show featuring Wallaby legends Tim Horan and Matt Burke. The Ruck. The Castrol Edge Rugby Championship starts August 17. Tickets on sale now. Ticketech.com.au. Hello, good morning and welcome to another, another day just chatting rugby. Of course, the big game last night, uh, Tim Horan, you were there, you were at uh, Hamilton. Just talk us through it, I, I'll give you the result now. In fact, before I even give you the result, I'll show you what it sounded like to lose. The full-time siren has sounded and the Chiefs are the 2013 champions in Super Rugby. B to B, they have gone back to back. Clarky, B to B. B to B. B to B. LOL. They are back to back. They are super rugby champions, beating the Brumbies. The brave Brumbies, 27 22. Uh, Timmy, what was it like there? Yeah, great atmosphere. I uh, got the uh, very early plane out of Auckland this morning, back in uh, back home to Brisbane. So yeah, it was good. It was a pretty good atmosphere. Twenty six thousand people sold out stadium. There was a, about five hundred Brumby supporters there as well, and it was good to see the Chiefs uh, put up a wonderful performance without Sonny Bill Williams. They obviously won with him last year, yep. and no Sonny Bill this year. And uh, for the Brumbies, though, the amount of travel that they did, and uh, Berkey, you understand that. That how difficult it is going to South Africa, coming back, then going to New Zealand. They didn't use that as an excuse. No. They were full of running towards the end, up 9-0, and then up 22-12 at one stage, 10 points ahead. And you thought, with about 20 minutes to go, they were a big chance. But the cowbells were yep. very silent early in the game. I love that. All right, we are going to get to the game in detail uh, and what we made of it. Before then, just a little bit of the atmos uh, in the yeah. area itself. What was that Yeah, like? it's, it's, it's an interesting stadium, the Waikato Stadium in Hamilton. Hamilton's about an hour and a half south of Auckland. Mm. And so we flew to Auckland, we drove down, stopped at the dairy, as you do, uh, on the highway. <laughs> on the way. You, don't stop at, you don't stop at Macca's in New Zealand. You wow. stop at the dairy and get a, a milkshake. It's like the oak. Yeah, yeah. So, so we get down there, and uh, it's actually in the middle of um, you know all houses around and some unit blocks. So it's quite a a local stadium, mm. and we walk. But actually, they sell Chico rolls there for a dollar fifty. Do we still have Chico, Chico rolls? Chico roll. Australia? When the oh, Easter wow. show rolls around, Chico yeah. roll is not, that's the mystery wrapped in a riddle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. So, and then then you walk past all these residential houses that are virtually right next to the ground, and they and a couple of people out the front they're selling. Um, people to park their car for ten dollars just oh, so they wow. can get their crate for the night, Love and um, and then there was a couple of houses just before you go to the main entrance where <laughs> the two houses had a pet sheep each. Now <laughs> I, 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 I hope that's just for the wool. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> Days look on their face. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, look, I, I'm very happy for the Chiefs, obviously, and disappointed for the Brumbies, but it has been a sensational <clears throat> year for them. As you say, we'll get to that game very very shortly. I was angry though, uh, yeah, sure. angry at the loss. I think you're angry. I think you're angry when you came in this morning, Tony, as well. Why just, is just, that? just quickly, uh, mm. Timmy. I think the competitive streak, you know, runs between you and I, but also Tony as well. As we're coming mm. through the boom gate here yeah. to park mm. our cars, I, I got to the right hand one or the middle one, mm. swiped my pass, was about to take off, and then some bloke just hooned up on the left. And then trying to take me on the outside, you know, I just, oh. he didn't realise it was me. I, I, I changed the car over. He didn't realise it was no, me. I didn't know it was you. <laughs> <laughs> to, so I just gave him a little accelerator, a little, little shuffle on the way through. Yeah. I started to give him the, you know, the withering glare. I realised it was me. I was angry though because I'd already got a parking ticket for parking in front of my own house. Now that makes me so angry. Yeah, that's tough, isn't you it? You know, you walk out in the morning. Look, I, were you parked the wrong way? No, no, I was parked. I was parked <laughs> legitimately. It was a terrific park. I'm a very good reverse parker, Berkey. And I, 
I parked beautifully, but I I'd, we hadn't parked in my garage or the other night. I thought, I'll just park out the front, you know, easy. Uh, and then I forgot all about it and, and went to Perth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and came back, and they had, somebody had the audacity to put no. a ticket on my car in front of my own house. So, you know, I, I did the great thing of uh, scrunching up. Screwing up. Throwing it onto the ground. Lovely. And uh, then you got fired for <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So I was a little bit peeved this morning when I did try to get around the outside of you. That's it. Uh, we have so much in the show ahead, including we'll go review that that game from last night. The Chiefs, as we said, 27 beating the Brumbies, 22. That is next. Plenty ahead. This is The Ruck. It's on Triple M. It's your Sunday rugby show. This is The Ruck, the Sunday rugby show. The Super Rugby Final, the Chiefs 27 beat the Brumbies 22 in Hamilton last night. Back-to-back victories for the Chiefs. Uh, a terrific performance. But, look, I, I want to look at the positive from an Australian point of view. And the positive is that, uh, Matthew Burke, you, uh, you're employed for your expertise. Correct. And you've delivered this year. Thank you. Because I don't know if you remember, and Timmy, if you remember this, I know you two are competitive, so it might not make you happy, Tim. Uh, <laughs> at the very beginning... Of the Super 15 season, we asked the question, well, well, who will win? And this is what you had to say. <laughs> who wins? Um, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take Chiefs back to back. You were just making this up as you go no, along, no, aren't no, you? I've got them all written down. Okay. I'm ready to go. Look okay, at that. Chiefs, you're back to go. Chiefs. Back to back, B to B, B to B. You doubted me back then as well, didn't you? <laughs> I did very much. <laughs> you well, you, the reason I doubted you wasn't the actually you saying Chiefs back to back. It was what you said beforehand. It was um, that bit. <laughs> yeah, that little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's just that's just been recorded about ten minutes ago. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it was because I said, Berkey, what's the name of your kids?" Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> that's, that was the answer I got. I can do another one if you want. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that you you said it then, and it happened. Were you impressed by? what they've come up with obviously all season but particularly uh, yesterday I think they got away with one and how many you probably agree last week against the Crusaders they got that intercept try with Cruden that just got them got them uh, over the line uh, I, I think that the, the way they played last night uh, and Messam Timmy you were there Messam was outstanding mm. uh, the, yes he scored the try Robinson gets the other try but what got for me was the clean out at the 75th minute by Liam Messam on Nick White and he just showed the 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 intensity that the game was played at even though they were in the lead they had to make sure they defend their line and he absolutely whacked him and I thought at that stage there you could have got to the point where you may have just sort of made a half a tackle but the intensity was right up there that they, they knew they had something to, to do with the last couple of minutes and winning back to back yeah they've they got a good team they haven't got a team of Probably heroes, Timmy, like some other teams but they, they, they combine incredibly well to be able to score some great tries as well yeah, they seem to be under a lot of pressure, and they felt the pressure in the first half, first 50 minutes of the game. But Aaron Cruden was throwing these wild cutout passes, and so was uh, Kerr Barlow, the halfback. And they looked like they just wanted to run the Brumbies around, thinking that they'd had so much travel and they'd had tired legs. But the Brumbies moved up quickly outside in defence and, and were brilliant. And then what happened was, I mean, the cowbells didn't start ringing until about the 60th minute of the game until the Chiefs decided, OK, we're not going to go wide anymore. Liam Messon um, picked the ball up, so did Latimer, the, the other breakaway, and just kept picking drive and went through the middle and started to make a lot more territory. So um, then the crowd started to lift. And it was a wonderful performance from the Brumbies being 9-0 up and yeah. then... 22-12. I mean, Matt Tamua, I think, has probably played himself, I reckon, into a number 10 jersey for the Wallabies. Um, the way he defended and the way he's performed in the last couple of games, not, not only right throughout the season, but in those last couple of games, in pressure games. You, wow. talk, you talk about that 60-minute mark, Timmy. I remember uh, I was sitting at home watching, listening to you guys do your stuff, and I thought, if the game was finished now, obviously, they're in the lead, but they've got 20 minutes to go close it out. You just know that the Chiefs were going to come back. You could see the momentum 
starting to lift. The crowd started to lift. They had made that. <clears throat> pardon me. Made a couple of breaks, a couple of line breaks down the short side. And you start thinking to yourself, "Oh, boys, like hang on, hang on." But yeah. if you hang on. You never win, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You always I think, Perky, there, there was a couple of crucial little errors. What One from Nick White. Nick White's been magnificent throughout the year, not finding touch with about yeah. uh, eight minutes to go uh, from a penalty. Um, Jesse Mogg didn't find touch as well. We'll put, put a couple out in the full. It just put a lot of pressure, and the momentum sort of swung back to the Chiefs. And they're such a good side, the Chiefs. It might be a bit of a end of the era for the Chiefs as well. They've got about six or seven players leaving the franchise going overseas to play in other clubs and moving on. So uh, two in a row was pretty special for them at home. And Christian Liliofano, again, good performance, scoring all of the, the points for the Brumbies. And you, as you were talking about those cutout passes, he latched onto one early, uh, managed to get across the line for that try. Uh, and then you're right, the Cowboys, and that, they haven't blamed the travel. And they talk, and Ben Moen again talked about the level of fitness that was in that side and they were prepared, they knew, and they quite liked you know, being together on tour. Uh, so the travel didn't, they, he said, uh, affect them. But at the end, they were running up and down the spot a little bit, weren't they? Yeah, a, a little bit, yeah, but they uh, they still look full of running. I mean, the last couple of minutes when they knew they had to score a try, the Brumbies were, were coming home, and um, I mean, Jake White has done a lot with this team, and I think they've got to go back into camp in about two or three weeks' time. The players who don't get, you don't get selected for the Wallabies, they go back into camp and start preparing for next year. So uh, Jake, White next year's said, uh, Jake White has said, yes, yeah. we'll have a week, and then we'll, we'll go again. You get a week. How good's that? Yeah. I want to talk specifically. I mean, you've probably got experiences similar of not really being keen to get back into training. Berkey, <laughs> I, I think I have heard. All right. Well, they did. They got there. 27 to 22. The Chiefs over the Brumbies in the Super Rugby Final. This is the Ruck at your Sunday Rugby Show. This is the Ruck, the Sunday Rugby Show. Uh, the Chiefs 27 over the Brumbies 22. George Smith. So does that where George Smith uh, at all finishes Australia for him? Is that the last we'll see of him? Uh, another good performance. An amazing job for, uh, since he, he got here from Japan, isn't it? Have, have oh, you scoops, Timmy? Yeah. Oh, no, I, I actually think you'll come back, uh, Berkey. I, I, got a, I was talking to Nathan Sharp last night after our commentary call. And I said, what do you think of George Smith? What's he going to do? Mm. He's obviously going back to Japan to Suntory. Yep. And he'll play the season. And then... If they get knocked out early in Japan, you can you can virtually finish your season at the end of January, okay. uh, early February. So I wouldn't be surprised if he does it again and comes back next year for the Brumbies maybe and then stays on for the Test match. I don't know. I think it's too far away for the World Cup because he's 32 now. So, uh, But he's done a wonderful job. He, he really invigorated um, Australian rugby this year yep. for what he's done and on loan from Suntory. Hardly got paid a penny by the Brumbies to come here. It was all from Suntory being on loan. So uh, a, a wonderful player and, and probably one of the um, top five players we've had in the last 20 years in Australian mm. rugby. Absolutely. All right. And, of course, with the, the Brumbies, David Pocock, you'd hope, obviously, that injury, that comes good. So they'll look uh, stronger there as well next year, certainly that number seven. Now, uh, we're talking about uh, the time off they'll have. Now, according to Jack White, I'm, I'm reading from today's paper. This is what he said at the press conference. This time last year, we were sitting in the conference saying to you, you know, we should have got one point from the Blues, blah, blah, blah. It's another step forward. I have no doubt a week off and we'll start again. A week <laughs> off and we'll good? start again. Imagine, imagine, apart from the players, imagine the other halves of the wives yes. and girlfriends going, now I've got this holiday planned. It's like, oh, yeah, great. We've got yeah. a week off. Let's jam it all into one week of, of travel. Oh, the great thing about last night too, Tony, was that um, the Brumbies um, board decided to fly all of the Brumbies players who weren't part of the game but part the team. So guys like David Pocock, yeah. they flew them all over and they, there was a guard of honour as the Brumbies ran out from their dressing shed to make sure that every part of member of that squad was there who've uh, contributed throughout the year. And, and as you mentioned, David Pocock, wonderful play, and he'll be back next year. 
So what do you make of them then? We talk about if it was for the Chiefs, maybe, you know, creeping towards the end of what they can do. Uh, for the Brumbies, is it still opening up for them? I mean, it's a learning uh, learning curve for them. Last night, uh, you know, Timmy, you mentioned about someone like Jesse Moore kicked out in the full at one stage there, missed an, an important touch finder by Nick White. So, you know, those moments you, you'll learn from. Hopefully you'll learn from. When you go back to training, it's like we spoke about, you know, Bill, when he missed that kick, you know, from 40 out, he would have gone to training. I, I said, you, you'd go to training on Monday and, you, and you'd knock one over. You just know that you can do it. So these guys ha- have got the skills. And, and what's, I think what's in, in, impressed me the most this year uh, is their ability to, to combine as a, as well as a team. Yep. Um, individuals, uh, they, they end up getting some more players in the Wallaby squad. And I think there'll be more to come in the, in the coming weeks because they, they played a great style of, of football. I, I enjoyed the way they played. Uh, when it was on, they played. Uh, they they kicked their goals. They were strong in the lineouts. Uh, you know, they defended well up front. So, I, I think you'd look at them and say they've 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 taken another step from last year. And obviously, they lost, but it was oh so close. Well, I think also, Berkey, that you mentioned about Wallaby jerseys. Some of these players have played themselves into a Wallaby jersey. I don't think too many throughout the year have played themselves out of a Wallaby jersey. But when you look at the side, um, Kieran Drani has had a sensational season. Henry Spate will be eligible for the Wallabies, hopefully by the end of season tour for the Wallabies. So he has to get a start. Th- these sort of players, Nick White will play uh, in the Wallaby jersey at some stage throughout the year, Peter Kimlin. Uh, Scott Farley was brilliant in the second row. So those type of players will get, all of a sudden, Wallaby experience, a bit like Christian Liliofano did yeah. against the British and Irish Lions. So come next year, when you've got more experience and you've been around the Wallaby squad and you've played some test matches, they, they should be much better for it next year, the Brumbies. You've got uh, Tamura already in there. You've put him in at number 10. Yeah, I, th- I just think that your McKenzie will be, will be looking for form. The way that he attacks the line, yes, Quade Cooper, a wonderful player, and your McKenzie really likes working with Quade and Will Genny. They've got a great partnership and understanding. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what your McKenzie yeah. does. But his first two Test matches that he's going to coach the Wallabies for are against the best team in the world, against the All Blacks, seventeenth of August, twenty fourth of August, away in Wellington. So you have to pick a side just to beat the All Blacks in those first two Test mm. matches. And, and what about James O'Connor? Now, he wasn't so fulsome in his praise of James O'Connor, uh, the new coach. Where, where would he fit in? Went back to play West Harbour on the weekend as well. And, and uh, I think that may you know, invigorate players to go back and play a bit of club footy, get their hands on the, on the football as much as possible and actually get the confidence back to beat a man, the rest of it, and blah, blah. Um, for, for, um, we've already spoken about it. He's, he's wider out. He, he has to be on the wing. Um, you know, whether or not he then becomes a super sub as well. And you got these guys, as you mentioned, Timmy Kirandrani, uh, do you put Jesse Mogg in there? Wings, you know, could you put a Henry Spate maybe down the track, Falau in there? Is there a spot for him? I, I, I just don't know. Maybe he becomes a, a super sub and he comes on and has the ability to cover a, a number of positions. No, I think there's definitely a spot for him uh, in that 15-man team, uh, but he'll probably play on the wing. I don't think he'll play fullback unless Ewan decides that Jesse Mogg needs more experience. Otherwise, he's going to thrust Jesse Mogg in there, but Curtly Beal looks like he's going for a shoulder reconstruction out for the season. All right, so as the Brumbies now, uh, the season finished there, eyeing their outfits for Mad Monday. <laughs> in, in your days, have you ever got the phone call saying, hey, the training's more important? Uh, you we, know, we, but... we did at one stage there. We, uh, we, we, had, a, we had a Mad Monday, uh, and then the, the boys decided to go up the coast for a couple of days of just sort of, you know, some camping and surfing. And, mm. and uh, I, I got there... I got there later in the evening on on one of the nights there, and literally was sitting around having a uh, a beer, and the everyone's phone just went like you know beep beep type thing. And we all looked at it, Bobby Dwyer. See you at training tomorrow at nine o'clock. Uh, I was captain. 
of the team. So, so I rang him up and I said, um, <clears throat> mate, you know, we've finished the season. And he said, no, 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 the, the, the B team's playing, as in the A team's playing, so to speak. He said, you guys need to come and hold the pads at training. I said, mate, so can, we, can we give it like one more day's grace? He went, no. It was like, oh, thanks very as much. Long, as long as you got changed out of your Batman suit from Mad <laughs> Monday to hold the pads. <laughs> right? exactly. It's Ruck on Triple M. This is The Ruck, the Sunday rugby show. There's some uh, rugby being played here. The Waratahs are playing Argentina, of course, and leading up to the rugby championship. Argentina just having a bit of a run around. Yeah. Uh, I think there was a win after the siren, a goal, a penalty for Argentina to beat the Waratahs 29-27. to So that's a pretty good performance from the Waratahs. 29-27, uh, they went down to Argentina. All right, before we get into some more rugby for you, just uh, other sport around the, the globe, and certainly it's the cricket. Australia's back. Uh, Michael Clark said at the beginning of this back. they can come back we can win the Ashes series 3-2 everybody laughed <laughs> sure well <laughs> suddenly they're not laughing Berkey they're not no England now 7 for 294 overnight they trail by 233 remember Australia declared at 7 for 527 three wickets remaining for England in their first innings uh, Kevin Peterson 113 must have been. When he first came out there he was he had, flailing he had, away he had nothing he was chasing them four foot outside the crease yeah and then he started chasing them and hitting them. And hitting them. Yeah, to the boundary, sadly. So here's 113. Mitchell Stark was 3 for 75. Uh, Ryan Harris, 2 for 50. But that is pretty good position with a pitch that, uh, while still with the batting at the moment, promises to uh, be good for some spin, spinning later what, in the Just game. quick on, what about, what about Dave Warner? Yes. Edging it to, well, it, it, it hit prior glove and got caught at first slip. Hit him on the so, thigh, um, <laughs> prior, yeah. Hit him on thigh, put him in the glove. Either way, yeah, it ricocheted yeah, off him. Yep. And then he and he walked down the crease and went, I didn't hit it. He didn't hit it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Unbelievable. Fantastic. <laughs> I think well, he hit his pads. See, he's, he's, Dave Warner is quite enjoying, I think, becoming public enemy number one mm. in England, uh, which is good. And he's got that, got that bad boy thing. Uh, he's watching, yeah, he's the watching only problem me. is he mm-hmm. only got uh, five, five runs. runs. Yes. So it doesn't really work. <laughs> if you hit 95, you can be public enemy number one. Exactly. Have you been to many um, Ashes contests, Timmy? I've been to a couple, yeah. I uh, went to one about, uh, oh, must have been eight, nine years ago over in, in the UK at the Oval where mm-hmm. I think uh, Justin Langer and Matty Hayden got a heap of runs. I think Justin Langer might have got a ton and got, got invited into the dressing room after the game, which was nice. an, unbelievable just to sort of Are be you there. one of those blacks? No, no, I wasn't a hanger on. I was just sort of <laughs> walked past it and Matt Hayden invited me into the dressing room yeah. and had a couple Hello, of beers with the guys after the game. and. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, it was amazing just to sort of see how sacrosanct that uh, dressing room is and how uh, important it is in that in that team environment. But, yeah, I mean, to, for the cricketers, uh, and uh, we usually, and Berkey, you've swapped a few jerseys with people, um, you know, in rugby, but I swapped a jersey with Alan Border many, many years ago. Mm. And uh, it's incredible to, to watch him on the balcony uh, there at Lords, yeah. stand, standing up with the gold jersey, Wallaby gold jersey, on cheering um, someone on making a hundred. Famous shot, so, and it was yeah. your jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, because <laughs> there was no stains on it. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly, no. it will be very interesting, of course, if Australia does win, because we haven't done it for some time now. Nathan Lyon is playing. He was the man who was given the uh, the mm. team song from Mike Hussey. Mm. You know, he's the leader of the Australian song. So whether he's Actually, got the lyrics down. So I was just, you know, he'd be, he'd be practicing every under night these in his room. Something, something. What the words? What are those words just, again? You beauty. Just hand out a piece of paper. It's been that long. <laughs> That's right. Has been a long time. Let's hope they can sing it at Old Trafford. It's the Ruck. This is the Ruck, the Sunday Rugby Show. All right, time to uh, hand out some more awards. Gee, we're good at handing out awards, aren't we? That's right. Every second week we how's, it, how's our tour going, by the way? Well, planning. I wasn't planning it. I think we already didn't. We employ a manager to do that. I think that was you. 
You're right, actually. That was supposed to be me. That's how you were getting a start. Yeah. Now, we're starting with the golf tournament. Uh, by the way, I understand you boys had a bit of a golf tournament we did. during the we week. Did. We played it uh, the other day. Terry Hills, four of us. Uh, Horn, Burke, Gregan, Eels, Eels, a late show, a late pullout, I should say. All oh, right, so it's uh, just the three of you? Yeah, old touring injury. Yeah, Wouldn't that be lovely if you're playing golf behind you, the guys up ahead, there it was, Tim Horn, Matt Burke, and George Gregan. Wow, how did you hit them? Was, was, oh, this is for quite an intense competition. Correct. There was a trophy, wasn't there? Timothy? Mm. Yeah, trophy. We got uh, organised uh, called the Millennium Grange Trophy. Mm. So we won the World Cup at the Millennium Stadium and we drank Grange Hermitage out of little Gatorade tea, tea cups they were. <laughs> no, that's what you do when you win, win, win a rugby good. game. You drink Grange, you don't drink beer. No, of so we So we play for them. We're playing every <laughs> playing every year. And um, how did I hit them? Yeah, I hit them uh, plenty of times. Um, <laughs> okay. so, no. Mind you, no. he, Timmy didn't come down with a set of clubs, so I gave him... We had an old set of sticks that were like blade number. Oh, blade. they were Berkey's the dad's pro, clubs. The pros don't even use blades <laughs> anymore. Bamboo shaft. <laughs> exactly. uh, uh, all right, so, and the winner, just quickly, because we're in an awards mode. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I took home the uh, the win. Really? Sunk a, uh, a clutch putt on 18 to mm. seal uh, the victory. Did you, you ran down who was uh, going well before then? I understand that George Gregan might have been leading for some time. Tim, do you want George, to take us through? Yeah, George was in front with, uh, well, th- <laughs> there was three... Three in front with two holes to play, and Berkey's running down, and, and uh-huh. George just George just had something stuck in his throat that last <laughs> hole. <laughs> he just choked towards the end, but uh, <laughs> just a little bit tight. And, and bit, was yeah. Georgie happy with that result? No, not at all. No, he's I haven't spoken to him. We went to dinner later that night, and I still haven't spoken to him since even when we went to dinner. He didn't talk at dinner. Did he say goodbye to you? I don't think he did. I think he didn't even pay his share of the bill. He just walked out. <laughs> this is why he was such a successful oh, man exactly on the right. field. Exactly right. Just angry. Just angry. angry. Plenty of awards. And well, as angry as roll on deodorant. All right, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Uh, the awards. What are we going to go first? We've got Player of the Year. Uh, Berkey, who was your Player of the Year? Plenty of people to choose from, but I've gone for the Brumbies captain, Ben Moen. Uh, made his debut this year for the Wallabies. Was outstanding, I thought. Uh, led the team, called the lineouts. Was making some good runs, good tackling uh, ability. Did well with the Brumbies. I, 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 yeah. So Ben Mullen for mine is, is a player of the Went year. from New South Wales. Did a brilliant job, Ben Mullen. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Well, mine, mine Berkey, I only go for another Brumbies player who started this year um, with some really good form. Christian Liliofano. I thought he was outstanding. Uh, and not, I'm going to include the three test matches he played for the Wallabies against the British and Irish Lions, even though he only lasted 30 seconds in his first test match before he was knocked out but I just thought his and he was brilliant in the final last night um, you know, contributing all the points for the Brumbies I just think he's he's come a real a long way and that midfield is very important for the Wallabies going forward so Christian Liliofano from the Brumbies Ladies and gentlemen Christian Liliofano well done Alright we move on to Coach of the Year Berkey well, I think it has to be a, uh, another Brumbies flavour here. It has to go to Jake White. Uh, yeah, took the guys to the final. Unfortunately, they fell short by only a couple of points. But, you know, the way uh, he, he led this team, the way he spoke about in the lead-up to this final, we, we, we planned going away. We planned having the travel, so that's not going to be a factor in it. So I just thought the way that he was able to instigate all these programs this year has been absolutely fantastic. Right. Except for... Except for the uh, start of preseason, a week's time. That's a poor call. I'd go Jake Watt as well, Burke. I I agree with you. But also, one coach to watch going forward, Stephen Larkham uh, does a lot of work behind the scenes at the Brumbies. Jake Watt doesn't do a lot of coaching. He's sort of really more of a manager, manager, uh, a bit like an Alex Ferguson type of coach. And um, Stephen Larkham has done a magnificent job with that team as well. So Steve Larkham and and Jake Watt's done a, a 
a great job for that team going forward. All right, well deserved. Okay, let's move on to a slightly unusual category. This is the surprise package of the year. Yeah. Berkey. Well, he's been playing uh, for a while for the Brumbill. We're playing for the for the pardon me, playing for the Western Force, I should say. I just like the the, the look of of Kyle Godwin. I just think he's got some kind of ability to play. He's got great offloads, got great speed, knows how to defend quite well. I think you'll see more of him coming through. And if he gets more responsibility over there, I think you'll see him, like Alalia Fano, just rise in the ranks of being confident when he gets on the park. Kyle Godwin, congratulations. Well done. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting, Berkey, to see if Kyle Godwin, uh, if James O'Connor does sign with the Western Force, what sort of player Kyle Godwin becomes when James O'Connor is around that team, yeah. whether James O'Connor plays fly half or at fullback. Um, I'm going to go with a, a Brumbies centre, Tavita Kuradrani. I thought he was outstanding yeah. through the year. And he was my surprise packet of the year. He's, um, you know, coming into um, the Wallaby season now. Ewan McKenzie, I believe, will have a very good look at him. And yes, he's in the 40-man Wallaby squad. Will he get a chance to maybe start on the bench uh, against the All Blacks? All right. Congratulations to uh, all of those players for their and coaches. All right. The awards are done, done and dusted. What I do now, now is uh, I want a fearless prediction. I need to open the vault. Could we just open the vault for me? Because I just. Oh, oh can you just can you just go. move all Berkey's cash aside so we yes. can put something in the vault? <laughs> exactly. What we need, uh, it's a long way away, but that's why it's so good. The fearless prediction for 2014. Matthew Burke goes seeing, in the vault. It comes out. Seeing that I had success last time, I might well stay. The, I may as well start the same way. Same okay. way. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think the wall. I could have done that for you. Listen, you. you, you, um, you, you, you <laughs> Nice. I, I used AH last time. Yeah. I used UM this time. Uh, I think we'll go Wallabies Grand Slam. So they go on the way at the end of season two. So they had a chance three years ago, Timmy, I think it was, and they just missed out. They lost against Scotland, I think it was. Uh, and then so Wallabies Grand Slam, to emulate that great team of 1984, mm-hmm. it's a tough-ass four weeks, four test matches, four weeks under pretty different conditions as well. Wallabies Grand Slam. All right. Well, I'll leave the vault open uh, while Timmy... What well, you, I'll, what stay, I'll stay on Super Rugby. I, I think the Waratahs, the way they performed this year under Michael Checker, the new coach, yep. he will lift them up. I reckon the Waratahs will finish sixth in the Super Rugby next year. Kirtley Beale will be their top try scorer after his shoulder operation and he'll uh, star for the Waratahs next season in Super Rugby. Love them. Okay, they're the prediction. Let's close that vault up. <laughs> That was quick, wasn't it? She's not your finger call, Exactly. They will be, that will be opened next year. We'll see how close you were. Berkey loves technology and sport. We'll get there next. This is The Ruck, the Sunday rugby show. A lot of talk about technology and sport of late and whether it's slowing the game down, whether it or just getting the decisions wrong. Is it getting in the way of entertainment? Is it getting in the way of good decision-making? Uh, certainly in cricket, the uh, decision review system has been questioned in this ashes. and There's been just some stupid and shocking decisions. The one with Usman Khawaja was terrible. Yeah. Uh, I note, though, that in your uh, column, Berkey, you've embracing it. You're embracing the TMO in rugby, and, in fact, you want to increase its use. Increase its use to mm. an area of the game where I think a lot of us would find it a little bit sort of head scratching to as to what's going on. So the scrum, basically. So well, the, 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 everybody the, in the scrum finds it head scratching. Well, exactly right, especially the guys in the front row. Well, uh, ban the scrums, ban the scrums, Berkey. Ban the scrums, ban the scrums. Uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is, uh, why don't we use uh, some technology to go upstairs to find out what's actually going on with the scrum? So what? I would, I would, I would love to speed up the game. So I would love to. 
rather than having three, four resets of of, of scrums, mm-hmm. and you look at this, you look at the, the the time clock sometimes. And Timmy, you you're there watching the games, doing this stuff. It could be three or four minutes on a scrum, and, and you're just sitting there going, "This is this has got to be a waste of time. There's got to be a better way of doing it, resolving this." And so, uh, there's you know 16 cameras at the field there. Why doesn't the bloke just hook up a front row TMO sitting in the sitting in the box? He, you might have to draw him away from the buffet every now and then. <laughs> so you've got a, a ex an ex player. an ex front an ex front rower who, who knows what's going on yeah. because well, there's not know, many of those. Yes. Well, <laughs> And there's a lot of games. what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but someone who can understand, preferably of the front row, uh, who can understand what's going on, immediately work out, bang, why why it's gone down. Because we're getting to this point now where there's three, four resets, and you know it, it becomes a bit of a gamble sometimes. So he goes upstairs, what's going on? Number one brings, a book, number one brings it down, Ben-Arm penalty. And only Ben-Arm penalties. No full-arm penalties so you can have a shot for You can't goal. take a shot for Only goal, a free yeah. kick. So mm-hmm. you, the game restarts and you go again. Yeah, Berkey, I like it, but I think what, what's got to happen, I, I spoke to the referee last night, Craig Jabir, and he understands the responsibility that referees have in the game now. There's only, only the top two or three really understand that, that people don't want to see, people who don't watch rugby a lot don't want to see a scrum reset four or five times and yeah. takes three or four minutes to reset the ball and get the ball back into play. So referees have a huge responsibility to let the game flow. So... They've really got to, I know that the laws are changing, I think, coming into the test series in regards to the engagement into the scrum, Berkey. So, yep. um, but one, one reset of a scrum's okay, but not two. As soon as it, they have to reset the second time, should be a bent arm penalty to the side. Whoever, just toss a coin for the referee, just continue the game. What about all those cauliflower ears you're going to lose if there's only one setting of a scrum? I mean, that's the beauty of the but, scrum. But, but I mean, the, the great thing about a scrum is, is it's a, it's an attacking weapon. Like, if you, if you can get it right, as you call it, right-hand side up, which means your backs are lining out from left to right. You can get the right side up. You steer their scrum away right. from the play. You then got more of an advantage. But we don't see that last night. Last night, Timmy, there was a uh, a great scrum from the Chiefs up against the uh, the the Brumbies, about five minutes out from their line, and th- it didn't go anywhere. It just shunted and and didn't go anywhere. It just stood there. I thought, what a great opportunity to play from there. Then Ben Mullen sort of picked it up and sort of got a bit caught out because it actually didn't go forward. Mm. I thought, I think they've lost the skill of being able to just go one, what they used to call channel one ball, in mm. and out and play. Yeah. All right, well, uh, the only other problem, of course, is you're going to have to have a front row at every game at your team, because it's not just one game. So every game that's being played, you've got to have a front row sitting up there at the buffet. There, are, there are three of them, though, remember. There's a hooker, prop, hooker. Mm-hmm. Other way around, even. Prop, yeah. hooker, prop. That's how much I know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Technology, this is The Ruck. There's plenty there. (laughs) On Triple M. This is The Ruck, the Sunday rugby show. Yes, and though some things not, let's get you the scores from around the globe. As we mentioned, though, in the Super Rugby final, the Chiefs 27 beat the Brumbies 22, Argentina 29 over the Waratahs 27. Cricket, England uh, finished at uh, day three, seven for 294, still trailing Australia by 233 runs. In the NRL, the Warriors and the Sharks, the Sharkies up 18 to 14. The Seagulls far too good for the Eels have had a terrible year. 40 to 6, they got rolled. Uh, the Cowboys upset the Rabbitohs 30 to 12. Johnny Sutton uh, with a uh, high ankle sprain. So bad news all around for the Rabbitohs there. In the AFL, Richmond beat the competition leaders Hawthorne 107 to 66. Uh, West Coast 130, too good for Gold Coast 113. Brisbane 108 beats and killed a 77. Fremantle 116 over Carlton 80, basically putting paid to Carlton's chances of getting in the top eight. And here's the big one. 
Greater Western Sydney, 124, beat Melbourne, 87. Their, their first win of the season. Melbourne just goes from bad to worse. Jeremy Cameron, Jeremy Cameron, great kid. He's, flying, isn't he? he's now, I think he kicked four goals yesterday. He's now on fifty-four goals, which put him at the in the lead or co-lead for the Coleman Medal. Mm. Uh, this is a kid in the, in the team that has won just one game. Uh, amazing effort. All right, uh, there's some news. I think Timmy on the All Black front in, their, in terms of their squad. Yeah, for plenty of Kiwi supporters that are out there. The All Blacks just announced their squad this morning, and Piri Wipu is not in the squad. So TJ Piranara from Wellington uh, has come in to replace Piri Wipu. Who's going to lead uh, the uh, Haka? I know. I know. <laughs> probably let, well, Liam Messam's in the squad, and after his performance last night, he may get a chance to start uh, or certainly be in the team. So he would maybe lead it. Um, but also, Richie McCaw is captain after two games from the bench of the Crusaders. He will lead the All Blacks against the Wallabies on August the 17th at ANZ Stadium. So still a few tickets available there for the, that, that match. So um, get out there and let's get a full house and uh, plenty of gold jerseys and gold scarves out there on August the 17th at ANZ Stadium to support our Wallaby team. And in terms of support, are you confident of that result? Uh, I, re- I reckon the, the guys that they're going to camp tomorrow, I think they are, Timmy. Um, so they all get together. And I think just the... The way Mackenzie spoke about the other week about talent and attitude. You know, everyone's got the same, just about the same amount of talent. It's the attitude that needs to be just refined. I reckon that these guys will go okay. And, and obviously starting in Sydney, as you mentioned, Timmy, if we can get a, uh, a big crowd out there at, at ANZ Stadium, yes, there'll be a lot of All Black supporters as well. But I think, um, win this first one it just puts yourself in a good spot doesn't it yeah indeed it does alright well of course we'll be back next week and talk more closely on that one for this week it is the Brumbies who have just been pipped at the post beaten by the Chiefs 27-22 in the Super Rugby Final but it all begins again for them in one week time (laughs) according to the coach as it does for us see you soon bye bye